Hi, I'm Ashley Stamatinos, five-time number one best-selling author and your host to The Rewire Show, where I'll be interviewing some of the best minds about how to rewire your sensitivities into your greatest strengths. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star review, comment, and share with your friends. And please remember to visit ashleystamatinos.com for additional resources designed specifically with you in mind to strengthen your transformational journey. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's get to the show. Hi everyone, Ashley Stamatinos here. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here. I have a very special treat for you today. I have Mia Hewitt with me. And for those of you who are not yet familiar with Mia, let me introduce her to you. So Mia Hewitt is an international speaker, a world-class leader, and performance catalyst. Her specialty is results. She supports entrepreneurs, multi-level marketers, and small business owners in up-leveling by turning their yearly income into their monthly. Their biggest source of pain is knowing what to do and emotionally not doing it. They know they were meant for greatness, and yet they don't know how to achieve it. They worry if they will ever reach their goals or secretly wonder if they're even good enough. How does she do it? By supporting them in reprogramming their minds to silence that inner critic, that little voice inside their head that says that they don't matter or is constantly questioning if what they're doing is even right or telling themselves that they're not good enough. You might be familiar with this internal critic voice inside of your head that she's working with her clients on. Working with Mia, they experience paradigm shifts and massive breakthroughs that remove all of their blind spots that allow them to see clearly, make accurate decisions, learn how to work smarter, not harder, and to maximize their results. They achieve self-mastery in clarity, focus, direction, confidence, certainty, and faith in achieving results. Mia has co-owned and operated a multiple seven-figure business, led teams to greatness, and ran the five major world marathons and leaves a lasting impact everywhere she goes. I adore Mia. I am so excited to share this interview with you. So now that you know a little bit more about Mia, let's get right into it and start the interview. So like share something with me that really, really matters to you so I can connect with that. Hmm. Oh, highly sensitive children is something I am very, okay. very passionate about. Yeah. Love, love, love. Okay. And tell me why, why that is, why is that so important? You know, it's always been a lifelong calling. I've worked a very long time with highly sensitive adults and yes. I started about 15 years ago, really delving into kids. And then I had my yeah. own highly sensitive child. So it was like yes. I was preparing for him. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. Thank you. Good. Well, that thank felt you. Good. Were you, yeah. Were you a highly sensitive child yourself is what you're saying. And that's what led like all inside of this, like the, the looking and the discovery of what that is. Yeah, absolutely. I was a highly sensitive child, but I'm very extroverted. So I'm not the norm. A lot okay. of them are very introverted and okay. um, I'm highly, highly empathic. And that was a mm -hmm. big part of my journey. Um, being an emotional sponge and one of the things that was so fascinating about your work that I was so, I was gravitating towards so much is going from survival to thriving. And that's so much yeah. in my journey and probably so much 
a lot of the, the people that you're working with going from survival to yeah. thriving. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I see that everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like, um, it, it just is inside of, like, for me growing up, mm -hmm. if, um, if there's anyone like me, um, there was just, I always knew that I was meant for more. There was this mm -hmm. feeling of, like, um, I'm just meant for so much more. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how. Yes. Like, uh, I think for me, it was really inside of that, that knowing there's a greatness mm -hmm. and yet not knowing how to make a difference or not knowing how to get the results. Mm. Um, and I grew, up, I grew up really poor. And so, um, I would see all these people around me having this tremendous success. And mm -hmm. my biggest pain was I didn't know how to get that result, those results. Why, mm -hmm. how did they get those results? Um, and so as a child, I was very much an introvert. Mm. And um, my biggest problem was consistently trying to find ways to motivate myself to do what I thought needed to be done. So I only yeah. really had one strategy. Okay. Which, which was try harder. Interesting. <laughs> frustrating for me mm -hmm. when um, I would do that based on what people's opinions and advice was they would just tell me to just keep trying mm -hmm. and yet um it would be really frustrating because sometimes I get results sometimes I wouldn't and it was like why why right. is that right absolutely and that yeah that constantly like drove me um you know and then it would leave me in this self-sabotaging loop of like wondering like am I ever going to meet my goals mm -hmm. and maybe I'm just not good enough mm -hmm. and that oh, I yes. think is the key um, inside of that survival, right, is like that self-sabotaging loop of um, it's always going to come back to in surviving. We're always uh, not good enough, not worthy enough. There's something wrong with me. Um, you know, all of that self-sabotaging surviving patterns, which I call ego. Yes. Right? Yes. That's all our ego. Mm -hmm. um, and so you know, helping distinguish between what's ego and what's authentic self Absolutely. is, um, yeah, it's been, it's, it's actually the work that I do. How to thrive is mm -hmm. literally all going to come from authenticity because in, when we are in our authenticity, when we are in our power, mm -hmm. it's when what we think, what we say, what we feel and what we do are all in alignment. Ah, yes, absolutely. Right? Yes. And that's, that is our greatest power. Like when we are that, we are our highest um, expression of ourselves. We are our best version of ourselves. And that's, you know, what I'm standing for that people really get because I didn't get that back then. Um, right. And so, you know, back then it was all about like, I never really stopped to slow down and really think when I was going through all of that mm -hmm. for the longest time, I, why it took me so long to figure this out. I just, mm -hmm. I never like slowed down to go, well, what is the logic in continuing until death to try to seek a breakthrough doing the same of like the more of the same pattern, just like, right. <laughs> right, right. Like, of course that defies law. Like, duh, Mia, like you're not going to get there from there. Right. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, let's do something that. different. <laughs> Yeah, let's do something completely polar opposite, right? Yeah. Like, like, let's not keep doing. But that was my biggest blind spot. My biggest blind spot back there was um, was my mindset. 
-hmm. Like my mindset was my biggest part of my problem. Mm -hmm. And that's why I coach mindset because Mm -hmm. um, I did go on to um, achieve many successes, took my first company to, you know, um, that I co-owned to a multi-million dollar level and, and, and so forth. And now on my second company doing that as well. And I can see that what separates um, my successful self from my unsuccessful self um, is the mindset shift. Yeah. Um, shifted was inside of um, how I saw myself, mm-hmm. um, how I saw the world mm-hmm. um, and what I repeatedly did, like, or what I repeatedly do. Mm-hmm. Um, as habits. So that's how I stopped surviving. And I actually started thriving in life. And um, that really makes a big difference um, for anybody listening out there. It's like, it's really inside of that. Like there's some, there's so many misunderstandings mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna, I can answer any questions you have. Like if we can dive into anything you want to pull apart, but there's so many misunderstandings that people have that are um, in their belief systems, in their mindsets, um, that they've been taught from well-meaning parents, even some not well-meaning parents, um, Mm -hmm. generations of, um, like just being taught beliefs and values and habits of things that don't work. Mm -hmm. And how we buy those as real. And then that has so much a part of how we begin to function because we're seeing life through those lenses. I remember there was an email that I read and, and you have such wonderful emails for all of you that are listening. Her email list is so lovely and so thoughtful and so educational. And there was an email, I think it was actually about going from survival to thrival. And you talked about how you as a young child had a traumatic experience and, you know, every time you got on stage, you thought about that fear or that, I'm going to get yeah. hurt, I think, was, was the lens yeah. that you looked through every day. Can you talk a little bit about those lenses and how the experiences yeah. are like that? Yes. Um, so every, every single person has had a traumatic experience. I just want to say that because as a society, we tend to judge what is trauma, like meaning like, because every one of my entrepreneurs that come to me, right? Like my multi-level mm-hmm. marketers, my business owners that come to me, they, when I dive deep into their, like I spend five hours with them the very first time we ever work one-on-one together. And mm-hmm. I literally go through and help them clear up all what's in their program, all their beliefs that, um, yeah. So why I say that is every single one of them will say to me, but Mia, really it was no big deal. Like, no, I haven't really had a trauma Um, because they think a trauma is going to look like, like a death. Yeah. They don't see trauma as the biggest trauma that I have found. And um, John Bradshaw, who's, who's now dead, um, you know, he's deceased. He wrote the book, um, healing the shame that um, binds you. And, you know, it's very fascinating because he said, um, that the number one learned domestic violence mm-hmm. in America, right, or anywhere really, yeah. is shame. Yeah. Is shame. So every single person that I have ever coached, worked with, and so forth, the trauma comes from the shame. Mm-hmm. See, everybody thinks it's fear that people are afraid of. Mm-hmm. And what I have found in all of my work and in for myself as well, like what really got me to live from my authentic self and no longer live in ego is, um, is I really found that it's the shame. Mm -hmm. It's the shame of an experience. And so 
every single person that's listening has had that because I have not found a human being that has been raised without mm -hmm. any shame and guilt. And that is the number one um, thing that happens to us. And in the moment that that trauma happens, where an experience happens and we feel utter shame, mm -hmm. that's the moment where we then no longer feel it's safe to be who we are, which is our authentic self. Well right? said. Yep. And in that moment of trauma, we literally separate. That's a little bit too strong of a word, but I don't have another word for it. We literally separate and we become a false self, which is our ego, to protect us in that moment. Mm-hmm. And then in that moment of the false self, now we only have two ways to live from false mm -hmm. self. We either have to try to become more than human, which is mm -hmm. superiority ego. Right. Or we become less than human, which is inferiority ego. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's yeah. like, it's all inside of the false self. Now, the fascinating thing about this is I call it like Inception Day, right? When this happens, because it's like the movie Inception. Have you ever you watched I that love, movie? I love. Every, every okay. movie that that director, you know, made, I was like, I need to buy them all. They're amazing. Okay, good, <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I love Inception because I often relate to it like that, where it's like in the moment that it happens, and like I'm talking like some, you know, they're two years old, they're one, they're five. They're seven, like all of the dates, the days that these happened, the ages that we are when this created, mine was five. Mm -hmm. And um, the day that Inception Day happens, right? It literally is the most fascinating part is, it, is we create this protection, this false self so that we can't be seen. And yet we forget we created it. Yes, that's so yeah. true. <laughs> that's so true. And yes. a lot of people are, are blaming others for that false self. They're, they're looking. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent because that's the ego's job. The ego's job is, um, you no know, the reason we created ego is to protect us. Um, and so that we couldn't be with something. So it's like the blame comes from our ego of like, it's like, I'm not capable. I don't like really what's really happening. Right. Like I'm not really capable of mm -hmm. being with this. So it has to be you. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. can't be me right and again I say that with the most loving compassion because yeah. people have yeah. really had some severe um, shame um, mm -hmm. and trauma that has happened in their lives and so of course they're going to not um, of course they're gonna blame like yeah. I really want to say this um, because I operate inside of universal truths and universal laws. I don't use opinions and, and so forth, which is, you know, what caused my greatest suffering is listening to people's opinions that it really just didn't work that way. So right. the, there's a great universal truth, um, a law of the law of polarity. Mm -hmm. And the law of polarity says that nowhere in the universe exists a half of something. Everything exists in a whole and exists an equal and opposite. So what does that mean? That means if there's an up, there's a down. If there's a left, there's a right. If there's an in, there's an out. So that means if there is a problem, the solution must equally exist at the same moment in time. Mm -hmm. Not a different moment, mm -hmm. right? The polar equal and opposite must exist in every moment. So if lack exists, abundance exists. Mm -hmm. So why is this important? Because 
you know, we need like an understanding. There really is no such thing as a problem. I agree. And yet we're taught, we're taught that problems are normal. It's just the way of life. Right. And I was real. Problems are yeah, real. Yeah, and they're real. And, and I'm not saying that it's not that those people are not experiencing that in the moment. It's not what I'm saying. Right. So it is real in the sense that you can experience having a problem. Mm-hmm. But what has to happen to experience a problem is you have to then not be present to the equal and opposite solution that must equally be available. So I'm not saying in any way that what people are feeling are not, that that's not really happening. It is. And the way to understand that um, it's like, it's kind of like this. Like people could say, like if my computer breaks down, people could say, oh, well, Mia, you have a problem. But the truth is I just have a misunderstanding because I don't understand the internal workings of this computer. So I have to take it to somebody who doesn't have that same misunderstanding and they actually fix it. <laughs> you, yeah. you could say that about my car, right? Like I drive a Range Rover and it's like, if my car breaks out, it's like, I have no idea how I'm to fix this car. Like, because I, I, it's not that I have a problem. I have a misunderstanding. I really don't understand how that car goes other than I turn the key. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, from what I'm hearing you talk about it, it actually sounds to me like what you're talking about, the, the equal opposite and everything is a whole, everything it, in my mind, I'm looking at life as spherical, you know, everything is whole, everything is, you know, non-polarity really, even though there is an equal opposite, but it's like, oh, your car breaks down. It's like, you're basically sharing how we can sort of the word that comes to my mind and you can use your own words, but it's like, we're unstoppable. We cannot yes. be, you know, we cannot yes. fall down, be broken from these experiences. Yes. If you're willing to look at all the possibilities, right? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. I am exactly saying that the lie we've been taught is that problems are just the way of life and it's a lie when the truth is that to every problem there's a solution and one of the things that i is so clear to me from somebody who used to be so poor and now you know has had extreme wealth i really get present to the thing that that the successful people in um are doing different than the unsuccessful mm-hmm. is when a problem happens the unsuccessful run and yeah. they're afraid of it the successful go, ooh, because yeah. now there's a solution that people will pay for. Yes. You see what I'm saying? I so do. like it's inside of a mindset shift, mm-hmm. right? It's not that like, you know, um, it's not greater than that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my, my people are like just killing it. Like they're just like, they the look results. like it. Yeah. yeah, they're amazing. Like, you know, I've, I mean, I'm just like, I love, like I get a, so, so much of a high and a fulfillment from their results. You know, I've got a guy right now and he's worked with me about 10 months and he does more, what he used to do in a month, he does in production in a week. Wow. Yeah. Love that. He makes more money than he's ever made in his life. I have another guy who in, um, you know, in his testimonial that he actually just gave on my Facebook um, review, mm-hmm. he made more money in five months. He's made more money with me than he made his whole last year in the entire year. Amazing. I and this that. is not because it's like they're doing it right. The cool thing, like the, why this is like, why this works is mm-hmm. it's because Success is an inside job first. The mind must arrive at that destination before your life will. 
Yes. I hear so many people say they don't want to start with the mindset work. Just tell me how to make the money. What's the strategy? And I almost feel like you probably would also say, no, we need to work on the foundational elements of mindset first. And that will allow you to receive more abundance, to get more in alignment. But you, you tell me yeah. what you say about that when people are like, just talk to me about the strategy, how to make money. And they don't want to work on the mindset yeah. first. Well, it, it, like I just go right at that. What, yeah. you know, for you not to have the result, mm-hmm. what would you have to believe about yourself mm-hmm. to not have this result? Mm-hmm. Like we have to start where they're at. One thing that um, I've learned um, in doing this now for so long is I used to want to start them further than where they want they were. Like I wanted to be like, let's, let's get, let me give you the strategy because I can tell you how this is, this is going to really, really be amazing. Like I wanted to start them further than where they were. And then what would happen is, um, you know, they wouldn't, they couldn't get there because I was ahead of where they are. Most people, um, where they are in their mind, they are either, they, they are either like why they haven't gotten traction because success needs momentum. Mm-hmm. And the momentum hasn't happened because either they think they're further than where they are and they're not really there. Mm-hmm. or they actually are putting themselves behind where they really are right. and they're really not there either. <laughs> so it's so very uncommon for them to be aware thing. where they really are. <laughs> it, it, like the first step is we've got to get really present to where yeah. you are because the clarity of where you are is where you are and where you are is not, there's nothing wrong. I don't come from any judgment. Like working with me, like there's no judgment. Judgment is ego. Totally. There's no judgment. I am not judging anybody thinking they should be further, they should be behind. But where the real value is, is wherever you are, let's be there. And now let's go, like now where are we going to take you next? So I'm always, um, I'm always where they are and taking them what would give them the most um, value right now in what's next. So it, it's, it is a... Um, and it can go fast. This is, this is not anything that takes time. So that is a lie. <laughs> I had a guy one time tell me, he said, I said, tell, you know, so tell me the results you want to make. And so he said, I want to make, you know, I, um, I need a thousand recruits and I need to get them and it's going to take me three years. And I said, well, first of all, let's just be straight. It's, it doesn't take a thousand. It's not going to, it's not a thousand. You don't need a thousand recruits to make that kind of money. Uh-huh. You need 20 to um, 40 highly effective to get to those numbers, you know? And I said, the second thing is it's not a time issue. It's a leverage issue. Ah, You're not leveraging your time, right? Because it doesn't take three years to get there. I I am part of a a mastermind group. And um, the the interesting, fascinating thing to me was when I listen to their stories, I'm not the one who runs the mastermind. I, I like do this on purpose too. I love to see different people's mindsets and where where they're at and um, mm-hmm. this particular mindset, you know, because I coached, um, I, you know, I've had people say, well, you should be a coach's coach, but I actually love helping people create the most amount of money mm-hmm. the fastest way. So I actually love working with mm-hmm. network marketers, business owners, you know, like I've got a divorce attorney and a ton of network marketers and, um, uh, you know, um, good to know. So I have three <laughs> coaches. 
to be honest. Like, you know, people, I, I'm not, I'm more of a um, grassroots and like show you how I've taken this young girl or this pet sitter who never made more than 2000 working two jobs. Um, and within a month, um, she, she quit her second job, did her, the pet sitting full time and made $5,000 and has now gone on to create that every month. So Woo. this isn't time. This isn't a time issue. That's what, awesome. what I find is that like in this mastermind, I will listen to them and they'll say like, it took them 18 years to make 250,000. It's 19 years to get to 300,000. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it doesn't take that. Because <laughs> see, time is the biggest lie in the sense that it's human made, right? Yeah. There's, no, there's no universal law of time. Right. It, it doesn't even exist. It's not a universal law. Time is what we created as a human construct. We created it as, um, and it's the number one killer of um, limiter of quantum leaping. Mm. See, without time, we can quantum leap results. Yes. But if we so add exciting. time into the equation, right? Like, like yes. look for yourself. When you add time, you then you start going, oh, I can't do that. Like, I've, let's say I've only made $2,000, um, you know, like just as an example, if I've only made $2,000, then logic would tell me, oh, well, then I, the most I can make is $2,000 next month, right? Because I don't have enough time. Right. When it's really not a time issue and it's not, um, you know, it's logic that's keeping you out of the game because mm -hmm. if out the time issue, you know, like you could go, well, what if I, like, so I made 2000, how would I make four? Right. How do I make four? Right? Like double it, right? right? Like quantum leaping is about doubling mm -hmm. and letting go of the limiter mm -hmm. of time. Mm -hmm. I have noticed so much within um, what I've, what I have received information wise from you prior to meeting you today. And also within yeah. the space of today, you ask a lot of questions. And what I yeah. personally love so much about that is there's no judgment in that. That's allowing the person yeah. to have their own awareness. And it's so empowering. And I so love questions. And I love yeah. so much that you do that. So are you doing that a lot within your practice, asking a lot of questions of your clients and helping them come to their awareness? Or tell me a little bit about why you use questions so much. Yeah. Well, I, I love that question. <laughs> Um, great question. <laughs> right? I love that question, Ashley. That was awesome. Um, I love that question because, um, again, you know, um, inside of where I'm coming from, you know, self-mastery has no finish line, right? right? Um, and I'm on a game of, of self-mastery. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing that I have found in doing this work is that I, in the beginning, how I failed, right, um, until I really got this, right, is like I wanted to just give this to people. So I wanted to tell them oh, how right. to do it. Right. Let me just tell you. Let me just save you all the suffering, right? And let me right. just tell you exactly how to do this. Mm -hmm. And not that I don't tell them exactly. There is a science. There is an actual science yes. to creating any result you want, 100%. And I wish I would have known that. I'm 50 now. I wish somebody would have given that to me when I was 18 and suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I would love to have had that science, you know. I just never knew I was going to be the one teaching it because I was just, I was the person seeking this. I, I really wanted the answer. Um, the fascinating thing is that what I've learned from coaching people for so long now is that mm -hmm. it's not in what I tell them, 
-hmm. It's in what they realize and experience inside themselves. Absolutely. So it's not, yes, I have to clear up misunderstandings a hundred percent, but it's not me telling them why it's a misunderstanding. It's me helping. I already know what the misunderstanding is before they're going to find it. I already know it. But I, if when I would just tell them, like, just like, I'm going to call myself out. Like, you know, like, like in the past when I would be like, let me just tell you, let me just hurry up and get to the punchline. Right. Like, let me hurry up and give you this. Right. Um, right. What would happen? Right, I know because I really love people, and I want yeah. them to uh, have everything they want. Yeah. So, you know, let me just hurry up and give it to you. But what yeah. happened was, is that was more of my ego ah, trying yeah. to prove that I was good enough. Oh. Like I'm, I'm really valuable here. Let me show you how valuable I am. I can help you. When that is actually not what is the greatest service to them. Mm-hmm. But the greatest service to them is that I ask them the questions that I know will help them internalize and realize yeah. where the misunderstanding is such that they see the truth and then the truth is what sets them free. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's the truth that sets them free. And then when they, now I show them how to, and I help them show them how to apply the truth, right? Mm -hmm. So like that, they might, they're not going to know that without me helping them with the science part of that. But the actual realization of it is such that the reason my people have such tremendous results is I don't leave it in theory. Oh. I don't coach theory. I literally help them find, like everybody, this is like what people keep saying to me over and over again. Everything now that I've ever read, Mia, now is making sense. I Now they'll reread a book that like Think and Grow Rich. Um, and they're like, oh my gosh, now I get it. Because I take it out of concept and I help them actually live it in practice. I so love they that. become, yeah. And so the, the reason why that, I mean, that used to drive me insane. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I've taken so many freaking courses. I have bought so many books. Okay. I have spent close to a half a million dollars in my yeah. own coaching with the best, best of the leaders, like mm-hmm. top, top, top leaders. Mm-hmm. And they don't know this. Like what oh, I coach. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to save people a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not because I don't, you know, uh, um, you know, I, I, not because I don't believe people should be well paid and valued, but what I want to save people the money of the searching yeah. for is that the way that I, the methodology I use, which I call um, aligned intelligence, I help people live in alignment and how to live it in themselves. And that's what produces their results. Mm. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, it's living their greatness and it's inside of how to do that and how, how to do that is, is where the real value is. It's not in me telling them anything, but I do know mm-hmm. what's keeping them. Like I, I, of course I do, because right. we can't give something to somebody that we do not first have ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way. We can't give you something. I can't give you something that I don't already have. And I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. Some of the best people who, who are out there, like they're maybe they're killing it in results. They don't know how they're doing it yeah. or they didn't know how they actually did that. Right, so they're not the best coach, mm-hmm. right? 
um, I have actually struggled enough that I actually um, am, you know, I have failed so many times that I actually know exactly how I actually did create the results. And then instead of me telling them how to do it, I help them find how, how it is that they're like, what it is that they did. Like we dissect it such that they see the truth mm -hmm. and now they can apply the misunderstanding and then they can get that result. So it's, it's all practicality like i don't practical applicable oh my gosh yes thank god like please give me more of that <laughs> I, I i so agree i love practical applicable you know and wow. i agree with you the big theory out there it's great and you want more of it and it feels good but it's like how do you implement that and actually see that's it results? yeah that's it. That's the difference inside of what I do. I don't leave it as theory. There's nothing somebody's going to come to me and go, oh my God, I just got this amazing insight. You will not, people go, oh my God, that's amazing. And then they go, oh my gosh, now I know exactly how to implement. Like that's what I'm, 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 I'm all about implementation. Yeah. You know, knowledge is not what produces results. Right. So, and let me just say that because a lot of people have that because we're taught that false premise in school. So mm -hmm. in school, we're taught mm -hmm. if you can just like memorize something and recite it and then repeat it back, it's enough to get an A. Yeah. That does not, that is not what happens in a result. Being aware of something, having knowledge about something does not equal a result. Awareness is the first step mm -hmm. in the science of it, but it is not enough to get a result. And that's the disappointing factor because I kept thinking, well, I'm aware I have this knowledge, but knowledge does, is not the same. Um, there's a few more steps that needs to happen, right? Like if you know how to bake a cake, like if you just know you want a cake, is that enough to get a cake? Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. So you first have to, you have to know you want a cake. That is a first step. You've got to be clear on exactly what it is that you want. You've got to know specifically the cake you want. Mm -hmm. And then once you know the kit, like what it is you want, if you go to the store and you get like the flour and the, you know, you get the ingredients and if right. you just mix the flour and the sugar together mm -hmm. and that's all, is that enough to get a cake? Right. No. Right. No, right? But that's, that's not enough of the science, right? You've got to have the whole formula in yeah. order for the cake to happen. So if you now mix everything together in the right order, and yet you still don't take the actions and you put the cake in the oven, are you going to get a cake? This is a great example. I love this. No, you're not going to get a cake. No, no, no. you're not going to get a cake. Now, here's the thing, right? But if you do everything in the exact order, which there is an order to the yeah. result, there is an order to the science. If yeah. you do everything in baking a cake and you put it in the right order and you bake it and you put it in the oven and it bakes, yeah. what do you think actually is the chances are that you're going to get a bicycle? Oh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. No, no bicycle. Probably not. Right. Right. So there is no way you are not going to get your cake. There is no way. Even I if it's, that. even if you, yeah, <laughs> that's the way results really happen. It's not this like, oh my God, I hope, I hope and pray. Oh, that that cake it's not just about manifesting. There's a lot of other things that go into it. I so agree. Yes. 
Yes. And that's my biggest frustration is like, I, you know, I would go and pay for this result and I, I would get like half of, of the equation or I would get yeah. a piece of the equation. Right. And right, I wouldn't right, right. get the whole process. Oh. And it's like, okay, I need the whole process to bake the cake. And yeah. then, you know, of course I'm not going to get a bicycle. Like, of course I'm going to get my cake oh, and I get to eat it. Yes. And you get to eat it too. Well, Mia, we're already out of time. I could speak with you for so much longer. And for all of you viewers, I think we're leaving you wanting more, which I like. I like doing that. So Mia, real quick before we jump off, can you tell all the viewers how they can learn more about you and your work? And I'll include all the links below. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So like I would sign up from like, um, the free, you know, the free, um, how to go from surviving to yeah. thriving like that. I a great one. Um, yes. And the link will be, you know, you'll post it below cause otherwise it's hard for them to remember all that. But also like my business Facebook page, I do, I give a lot of free stuff on that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would go visit that and like watch my videos. I do a lot of, um, really great stuff, mm -hmm. um, on there and I would just go check it out and yeah. it's amazing. It'll clear up so many misunderstandings that people have. Yeah. And that's really what I want is mm -hmm. so that they can have the results they want and they can thrive because anything less is is really not necessary like you really are born to be successful it is your birthright and um, it's our programming our ego that actually takes us out so that's that's what I want most for them is I want people to stop the needless suffering it's yeah. like it's not necessary and really the false beliefs that it needs to take 18 20 years before you're successful. exactly <laughs> I love it. I love your message. I love what you teach and yeah. I love how you do it. And I, there's so much I don't know about what you do, but everything I've heard so far, I just, I love it so much. Yeah. So I hope all of you that are listening will continue to take the next steps with Mia and take her up on this offer, the freebie below and be yeah. sure to subscribe to this series and get involved in the conversation by leaving a comment. We both would love to hear from you. And thank you all for joining. And a huge thank you to Mia for joining me today. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Bye, everyone. See you on the next video. Thank you for listening to The Rewire Show. Wondering if you are a highly sensitive person or an empath? Head over to ashleystamatinos.com to take the free quiz. While you're there, you can join in on the conversation with other like-minded people and discover fantastic free bonus content to support you on your transformational journey to rewire your sensitivities into strengths. See you on the next episode.